Welcome to another podcast. Today we're going to look at the book of Philippians, the fourth chapter, and we're just going to park at the sixth verse. We're going to talk a little bit about the Philippian experience and what we should do in our day-to-day, in our journey in this life that we live in. I find that a lot of people are very worried about just life in general in different situations when the scripture clearly tells us not to worry especially if we're taking it to God and if we trust that God is the God who created everything believe me he can take care of everything now that doesn't eliminate us from doing our part but it does give us a assurance and a hope that if we just trust him and believe that he can do it that he will see God likes it when we trust and depend on him and knowing that he can fix whatever the problem is and worry worry will wear you down worry will cause you to have other uh, ailments in your body Uh, different things will go on in your body that that comes about by worry it has to fester and, and and germinate somewhere in the body so when you worry you begin to bring on anxiety the part of worry, uh, stress, headaches, uh, just different other things that could happen to your body because you worry. If you notice that if you live a worry-free life, life is always grand. You're, you're always happy. You're always joyful. Um, see, the Philippian church, they had joy. Uh, they had uh, what it took to have the joy, but then they begin to have some doubts and worries. And, and Paul the one who's the writer of our book wanted to uh, let them know that they should not worry and they should be united Uh, they should walk in love towards one another they should uh, come together in prayer uh, and they should press towards the 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 prize the goal the upward call of god which was in christ jesus they should press towards those type of things together I want to say to all those who are going to listen to this podcast to get worry out of your uh, day-to-day routine. Start trusting and believing uh, in God and what he can do. So in the book of Philippians, the fourth chapter, the sixth verse says this, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. See, what I like to do is I like to look at uh, just the different dynamics of the scripture and and look at how words have powerful meanings. Uh, And the first thing it says, be anxious for nothing. And the word anxious is also the same word for worry. In other words, don't worry for nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't don't worry over it. If you have... uh, Things that you're facing, decisions that you need to make. Uh, there's uh, people that you need to move away from, or, or, or just those type of things. Uh, don't don't worry about it. It says, be anxious for nothing. In other words, don't don't have anxiety over it. Don't get so caught up and so wrapped up that it takes you away from your trust in God. Uh, how many of you all believe? that God can do superly abundantly more than you can dare ask or think. 
See, if you believe that, then why are we worrying? We worry because we don't know the outcome. We worry because we 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 don't we don't know what the what the outcome is going to be. And I looked up the definition in a I believe it's a Webster's dictionary maybe, but I, I looked it up online, so it's possibly Webster's or it could be any one of the other dictionaries. Uh, it didn't say it says worry. I mean. Uh, Anxious is experiencing worry, unease, or nervousness, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. So we don't know. We don't know what the outcome is. But if, but we know that God knows the beginning from the end. He knows everything that's going to happen. But we worry because we can't see past the thing. If you could see your whole life and how it would play out, you would live a life of, of, of ups and downs. That's the reason God does not allow us to see the outcome. All we have to do is just trust God. I believe if we trust God in every situation, in everything, that it's going to turn out for our good. And our good is up to God. So we have to, we, we can't worry. So it's it's a, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome because we're not certain about it. We're not certain about the outcome. We don't know. I do know this. Uh, in the state of Michigan, that there is four seasons. And I teased a lot of people and I asked them this question. When did we get the fifth season? We have winter, summer, spring, and fall. And then we have flu season. I didn't know that flu was a season, but that's just, uh, that's just my way of... Uh, looking at it in a hilarious way when it comes to the flu. But back to what I was saying, uh, in the state of Michigan, I do know that the that when spring comes, the flowers begin to bloom. When summer comes, the flowers are here. When fall comes, the leaves and, and, and things turn from green to these uh, yellows and oranges and reds no more greenery and then by the time winter comes all of the leaves are off the trees so it's going to be a seasonal change everything is going to change and you can trust and believe that there's seasons in our lives so we have to we can't worry about anything we can't worry about the outcome but we we can trust and know that that this is the season for that, this is the season for that, it's the season for this. There's uh, the scripture uh, in the book of Ecclesiastes, it talks about for, to everything under the sun, there is a season. Yeah, there is a season for everything, so we can't worry. Don't worry about that situation that's right before you. Don't worry about that surgery that you may have to have or, or that boss that wants to see you first thing Monday morning. Don't worry about it. Allow God to handle it because you're his child. Let him handle it. You know, when we were kids, that's the one thing I used to, I told, I used to tell all my uh, children, my three, I would tell them, uh, see, all you guys have to do is get up and go to school every day. All you have to do is get up in the morning, your food is cooked, your, your clothes are laid out, everything that you need is right there. You don't have to worry about things. All you got to do is live as a kid. You don't have to worry about bills and, and payments or anything like that. 
all you have to do is live. If we're God's children, let us just live. Now, I'm saying that to say, as his children, we still go out and work. We do everything that we need to do. And we trust that God is going to make what we have be more than enough to take care of everything that we need to take care of. And he does, so don't worry. So be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about the outcome of a thing. Be anxious for nothing. But in but look what it says. But in everything by prayer. First of all, get a prayer life. Make sure you have a prayer life. Pray every day. Every single day. And I'm not saying you have to get on your knees to pray every day. But whisper a prayer every single day. This is how I start my day. I say, Lord, I'm up. You allowed me to get up. You allowed me to, to live. So whatever you have for me for this day, help me to make it through it with joy and thanksgiving. Help me to make it through it. Give me the path to take. Give me the right things to say. So, Lord, I ask you today to help me with this day. And believe me, it makes the day a lot better. Whatever you face, all you got to do is take it to Jesus. Really take it to him and everything will be all right. But you have to have a prayer life. Get an effective prayer life. Pray every day. Don't miss pray every single day and then it says supplication the word supplication simply means with ask, asking ask God for what you need ask God for the, the situation ask supplication it says with supplication it says and prayer and supplication with thanksgiving now you have to learn how to praise once you ask God for something you have to now learn how to praise and give God thanks for it thank him in advance thank him in advance just tell the Lord thank you for the great outcome thank you for the perfect outcome thank you for the outcome that is in accord with your will just give him thanksgiving thanksgiving give it to him with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving be thankful and grateful it says let your request be made known to God let your request be made known to God we let everybody else know about our requests our friends our family and everything and everyone else but a lot of them can't do anything about it and then you have to be careful who you let know your request because some people don't want you to succeed they but rather see you fail there are people in our lives family and non-family members that would rather see you fail than succeed they get a joy out of people failing versus succeeding when I see someone else uh, succeeding that brings me joy going wow they're making it and so can I that's how I see it I, I see it as, as a way as, as a as a uh, booster to me uh, it's a booster to me to see somebody else succeed in their field, succeed in their dream, succeed in what they're doing. And I applaud that. I really applaud that. You see, you can't be a hater or, as, as the word that they use, a hater. You can't be a hater when somebody else is succeeding. The scripture tells us rejoice with those who rejoice. So I rejoice that they're making it. It does me good to see other, especially other black men, make it in this world that we live in it does me joy so so be one of those type of people that, that gets joy out of seeing somebody make it also remember that you make your request to God because a lot of people will promise you things and then fail on their promise I promise to do this I promise to do that and knowing good and well that they're not going to come through with their promises so don't 
make your request known to them, but make it known to God. God is the one that can do something about it. Trust Him. Believe Him. Know that He can do it. Then the uh, seventh verse, I just want to read that, but I'm not going to dive into it like I am a little bit in verse 6. But verse 7 says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds through Christ Jesus. You need your heart and your mind guarded in every situation. Because if your mindset is right and your heart is right at ease, you have no anxieties. You have no anxiousness. You're able to just live. And when you turn it over to God, you got to give it to him and leave it there. And then just walk away. Now, you're going to have things you have to do. Trust me. I know that. You're going to have things that you need to do. But give it to God and ask God to help you work it out. You know, And, and that will bring joy to you. It will bring, an, it will bring easement to you. You'll, you'll feel a lot better when you just leave it with God. So say today, I'm going to leave it with God. I'm going to do my part. But I'm trusting God to guide me and direct me through everything that I need to do to make it through this particular situation. And everything that you face every day, take it to God. Trust Him. Believe. But don't be anxious about it. Don't worry about it. Pray about it. Ask about it. Be thankful about it. And give it to God. That's what you need to do. Once again, everything. Be prayerful about it. Ask about it. Be thankful about it. And let your request be made known to God every single day moving forward. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, because you are my strength and you are my redeemer. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, until next time, God bless. Thank you.